What's up, folks? And welcome back to another episode of Our Naked Story Podcast. Blake's going to talk about some products that I've personally been using in my every day-to-day life. And they've helped it for the better. Have you been like, hey, I really like CBD, but I wish there was a company out there that was vegan, that used uh, U.S. hemp only. I I wish that it was third-party tested and wish there was no THC in it. And I also wish that it was GMO. And just throw it in there. I also wish that it was a U.S. veteran company. I always ask those questions. Yeah. Well, if you're asking those questions, don't even look anymore. We found the answer. It's Alpen Organics. If you head over to alpenorganics.com, you are going to find these delicious, they're not gummy bears because they're not bears, but these delicious gummies. And they're absolutely amazing. I think I've said it before. I can eat the entire, the entire bottle if I wanted to. They also have tinctures, which me and Elizabeth use. Uh, we use the 2000 milligram. It's the highest one. And that's the one that we just like the best. Just put a little bit underneath our tongue. And how do you feel after that? I feel like I know I'm about to be nice and relaxed. Nice. Awesome. Mentally. Yeah. Right? Take it before work. Take it after work. Take it during work. Because guess what? There's no THC. You're not getting high. You know, you're not going to be freaking out at work. And if your boss is like, hey, we're going to do a random drug test. You're like, yeah, go ahead. Randomly drug test me. I mean, obviously, if you're doing drugs, you know outside of Alpen Organics, then you're probably not going to pass, but you get the picture. So again, you guys, that is alpenorganics.com. And guess what? If you use offer code our naked story at checkout, then you're going to receive 30% off every day for the rest of your life. For but the rest of my life? For the rest of your life. As long as you use the offer code wow. or until we get fired. I don't know. One or the other. And if it's a Friday, you're going to receive 40% off because Alpen Organics does a flash Friday sale. And our code is good for 40% off. Nice. And we're airing all these episodes on Fridays now. So if you're hearing this on the day that we episode or that we are airing it, then you're gonna get 40% off. So what are you guys waiting for? Go on over to alpenorganics.com, use offer code our naked story to receive 30% off every day and 40% off on Fridays. Today's episode is also brought to you by Summer Moon Candles. So like I said before, I'm not really a candle guy. I've never been a candle guy, but now I am a candle guy. All right. I know it sounds weird. And all those people are like, oh, it's just a candle. No, these are not just candles. Okay. These are hand poured in small batches with not only soy, but with love and good intention. They're hundred percent all natural soy wax. They're hundred percent or they use hundred percent all natural wood wicks. And I'm telling you guys, it's super cool. If you're sitting right next to it and you hear this wood wick burning, Sounds like a little mini campfire. It makes you all nice and cozy. You know, it's pretty nice. Uh, also, if you have a 13 ounce jug or what is it? A 13 ounce candle, it's going to burn for 50 plus hours. It's a long time. It's like close to three days. 24. It's a little over two days. It's a little over two days. Yeah. It's not, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. With that night shift schedule, you know. Um, also, you guys, they are gorgeous and high-quality vessels. They're vegan and cruelty-free, and they are free of dyes, petroleum, and additives. So go on over to etsy.com/shop/summermooncandles and use the coupon code Our Naked Story, all capitals and no space, and you're going to receive 10% off of your order. Whether you order a million dollars worth <laughs> or if you order ten dollars worth, you're getting 10% off. So go check them out, you guys. Again, it is etsy.com slash shop slash summer moon candles if you want a nice aroma candle in your house. On today's episode of the podcast, 
we speak to the nude blogger, which if you're following us, chances are you're probably following the nude blogger. She's an Australian woman from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) And it's uh, it's a very insightful episode where we get to kind of see behind the scenes of what she does. Uh, We talk about her yoga studio uh, or her yoga classes or nude yoga classes. Uh, She has co-gender and then also female classes. And we kind of see kind of whole creative process behind the new blocker. So without further ado, we're going to play that cool music again. And please help us welcome Jessa, the nude blogger. All righty. How are you doing? Uh, it's actually your day tomorrow, right? Yes. Is it Friday? What is it? Thursday where you are? It's Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday, Thursday evening. Yeah, Thursday evening okay, for yes. us. So, Friday so how, afternoon. How is the the future treating you over there? Yeah, great. You know, is, is everything, I mean, still, does everything look I mean, better tomorrow? <laughs> I was like, is is COVID still around yesterday? Right, COVID right, still. Yeah. I can tell you, COVID's still around. <laughs> okay. Well, it is what it is. Well, um, uh, kind of just a little introduction. So, my name is Blake Hernandez, um, and this is Elizabeth. And we do um, we do our naked story. We do uh, we just started doing a podcast probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah roughly a year ago so it's getting a little bit newer uh what we'd like to do is we kind of just like to talk to people from all around the world we like to talk to people about their stories um what nudism means to them uh if they even consider themselves a nudist um yeah kind of stuff like that but your page kind of brought got brought to our attention um we kind of love what you what you stand for we love how um you have that whole um that body positive um you know kind of environment mm-hmm. that, that you like to to show on uh instagram and stuff like that so um yes. If you could do us a favor, maybe just kind of uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us mm-hmm. uh, who the nude blogger is and um, okay. kind of what like you how do. you got started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, well, my name is Jessa um, and yeah, people will know me probably better as the nude blogger. So I am a naked yoga teacher and I also have my blog, The Nude Blogger, where, um, yeah, I really, I speak about conscious living with I I say conscious living with a twist of the taboo because I like to take a very holistic approach um, about the topics that I speak to so um, I suppose my blog has become quite synonymous with um, nudity and a nudist lifestyle so um, yeah I'm all about advocating for body positivity and normalizing non-sexual nudity and just really I suppose, openly, candidly, and very publicly um, speaking about um, a nudist lifestyle and sort of trying to provide a bit of clarity around sort of what goes on, you know, in the nudist scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it looked like, um, kind of just from your, your blog that you had right now, are you still doing your um, your little, not trip. your little tour, your little, yeah, your little trip right now? The classes, or are we speaking about the classes? Uh, or? It looked like I think you said you're doing like a three. It was like a three-part oh, um, okay. tour, or something like that. I don't know if they maybe that got cut off because of COVID and everything, or if you're still doing that. Yeah, so that was actually um, that was pre-COVID, like just before everything got crazy. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I have just over the last few months started a YouTube channel where I'm sharing, um, I'm sharing more of my sort of nudie adventures and. 
um, like my stays at nudist friendly sorts of like accommodation. Um, and that was actually a trip I did back at the end of February slash start of March. So before everything got crazy. Um, and it's only now that I'm sort of posting the videos because it's all very new to me and mm. editing and all that sort of thing. So yeah. yes, that, that was a few months ago. Well, you're doing an amazing job at it, um, oh, you know, just to you. say that. So it's, it's really nice to see people. Um, it's really cool to see people from all over the world, um, you know, all kind of coming together and, and trying to, to advocate for, for nudism and um, bring out that, that positivity. Because I, I, I truly do feel that um, nudism can, in a way, change the world, you know, um, not mm-hmm. just taking your clothes off, but the, the nudist mindset or even the, the nature's, um, you know, way of mm-hmm. life, I, I guess. Um, did you, I mean, do you feel the same way? that <laughs> yeah you me yeah. Or her. <laughs> oh that's what i was thinking like me or elizabeth <laughs> no definitely i feel like just like your state of mind being close free you realize that you know all this like material stuff in the world is not as important as just being who you are and and getting to know people on a level that i don't know i don't want to say that you have like in the everyday real world but it's just different. Yeah. It's just different being here in a setting where we're close free and we're doing different activities and like we're getting to know each other than in like my work environment, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Damn. Yeah. I think there's definitely a really, um, I think there's a really beautiful sense of vulnerability that's involved with it, whether, you know, regardless of whether you've been, you know, a nudist for 20, 30 years, um, I think that whole the non-physical aspect of nudity is also just, I think that's, I think it's that mindset that, you know, like Blake said, that can really sort of change the world because it's, it's sort of removing, I suppose, all the, all the things that we identify with that we project, that we project into the world, which aren't necessarily, I suppose, we don't really share the very deep and raw parts of ourselves, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. when we're in like, say a work environment or we're just having you know, quite sort of, um, sort of like, no, I don't want to say shallow conversations, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Well, uh, small yeah. talk. Yeah. I, I guess in small a way, talk, it's that's kinda, what I should say. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's kind of something I was trying to focus on, uh, lately is I, I don't know if it's an Australian thing as well. I know it's really big in America is the, Hey, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. And then, and then mm-hmm. that's it. You know, it's just, it's that yeah. little stuff. Now, obviously like, there's also a time and place where you can stand by, you know, actually I'm not doing very good today. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, my, this happened and this happened, you know, but, um, it is kind of funny. It's something I've been kind of noticing and trying to catch on lately. Um, you know, or yes. even when people just say, okay, like, I, I don't like, mm-hmm. at least to me, it's like, well, you know, it, it is okay. The, the best that, that you're actually doing today is that, is yeah. that really it? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I just like talking to people. I, I, I love hearing stories. So I want to know what people's up. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, oh. I'm still here. <laughs> oh, sorry. So we're doing this outside because uh, it's super hot in our trailer. Um, so it, I don't know, there was a sound and now it just went out. So I thought the microphone cut out. But now we have a <laughs> now we have a clear, <laughs> clear thing. So, um, but yeah, it's just kind of something I've been trying to focus on lately. Um, is when people do say okay, I'm like really mm-hmm. just okay, you, you know, and, and then yeah. you kind of yeah, you kind of just ask them a little bit more. And <laughs> I don't know, I, I feel like you know, I don't I don't think okay is is okay, you know. Yeah, right. That's just, that's just kind of me. Yes, but, no, I've um, definitely had this conversation with a fair few people. It's like very <laughs> similar conversation. And just like when people are like, 
so what do you do? And there was one stage where I was just like doing nothing before I started the blog and I was just a bum and I literally just, you know, I was just bumming around after I traveled and someone's like, what is, so what do you do with yourself? I'm like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, yeah. and I'm like, so when people ask me, I'm like, that's where the, com-, and it was so awkward for them, but I just, it was like a little social experiment for me. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I think it would be like cool if we were like, if we asked like, who are you? Like, you know, yeah. who are you rather than what do you do? Like, exactly. cause it's, you know, it's like, it's, yeah. I mean, I was like, I, I'm doing nothing at the moment other than yeah. just chilling out, doing yoga, going for walks every day, <laughs> smoothies. Yeah. I was in the same, like on the same road, I would be like, I was unemployed for almost about two years, but I was yeah. still make, making money here and there. And it was fine. It was, I love that life. It was so oh easy and simple. Yes. But um, yes. yeah, people would ask me, you know, what do you do for work? And I'm like, oh, nothing really. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of art, a little bit of this, a little bit yeah. of that. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, I don't understand what, like, it's it's always funny, too, where, I mean, because you spend so much, well, the, um, I guess a big population of the world, they spend most of their, their time at work. I'm, I'm at work more than, mm. you know, at home. I see my work employees more than I see you. And um, so that's why people, I think they kind of just get pushed to that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, yeah. that's what you do that more. Mentality. So maybe that's it. But something like I've been trying to implement when I, especially when I meet new people, I don't ask them what they do for a living. I ask them what their passion is. Oh, like, Hey, yes. what do you do for fun? What, what is your, your creative task or whatever it is, you know? And, and mm-hmm. it's kind of catches people off guard. They're like, Oh, well, you know, I work here. I'm like, no, no, I didn't, I didn't ask for where you work. I want to know you, what yeah. you're passionate about, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. But, but like you said, it catches people off guard and it's kind of funny, kind of cool little yeah. social experiment. So it is. Um, so you said that you kind of, I don't know if you were exaggerating or not, but you said you were kind of bumming around, um, before kind of all this happened. So what kind of, um, kind of put you in that right step to kind of do what you've been doing uh, now? Yeah. So before, um, before I started the blog, I was, um, working in a political office for four years. So, um, I had a really, you know, well-paying job and, and a really, I, I loved my job at that time. So four years and then an election happened, I lost my job. So I became, um, I was made redundant. And then I had a little bit of money sitting there and thought, you know, I had a few options. Um, and I, so I, I went from straight from uni, still doing uni and then working a full-time job. So I never really got to travel the way I wanted to. So when this whole um, election happened and I got made redundant, I thought I could keep studying and do a PhD and stuff, or I could, you know, go and travel and actually do what I'd always wanted to do. Cause it was always niggling at me, this whole travel thing. So I decided to like up and book a one-way ticket and just backpacked um, solo for, for seven months. And then it sort of really just, it completely shifted. It, it completely 180 shifted my mindset, um, and what I sort of felt my purpose was here. And then, so I got home, just bummed around for a little bit, just doing yoga. Cause yoga was something I was always really passionate about. It was something that always grounded me, even when I was working a crazy job and studying. So, um, I decided to do my yoga teacher training. And then it was actually that I went, I was sort of dipping my toe into more and more social nudity, especially when I was backpacking and I volunteered at, um, it was a, clothing optional campsite in Montenegro and that was really other than being at a nude beach mm-hmm. that was like my first time really socializing with people outside of a nude beach sort of oh, wow. um, situation where it was like you know I was making dinner naked I was you know cleaning around the campground naked and I just loved it like I just absolutely fell in love with the lifestyle and thought you know as soon as I get back home to Australia I'm going to start to venture to more and more nudist places and so I sort of did that and then um, I met my 
now partner a few years back and he was like, you know, why don't you blog about this stuff? Cause he found it quite fascinating and intriguing. And he's like, um, and obviously I was like a, you know, I was mid twenties sort of around then and was usually one of the younger females at a lot of the resorts and, um, these nudist places. And I thought, you know, there was, I knew that there was a really big stigma around it. And, you know, whilst that can be the case in some circumstances, it's not always the case. And I thought it would be amazing to encourage younger people to get more involved in social nudity because I think that there's so many benefits that I've personally experienced, the people that I've met have experienced. So I sort of wanted to share that with the world and that's how it all really began. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, we're, uh, so with your partner, um, and because I, I see that, um, I don't really see any anything from him actually uh, as far as pictures yeah. are, or maybe I missed him or something like that. Um, does he not want to share, um, like kind of pretty much like his, his face or his body um uh to this cause or does he kind of let you is this kind of just like your project that that he helps out with or does he even help you out with it um he definitely actually does the editing for my youtube video so he definitely helps out that was my next question was who's behind the camera so (laughs) oh my god him definitely i'm so like not tech savvy so um he's (laughs) the one he takes amazing photos and that sort of thing but in terms of the actual blog, um, hmm. you know, it, it, again, it's something that it, it is an extension of me and it is not me. Like I have my personal life, which I also like to keep um, separate from, you know, because it's very easy to blur the lines. And that's another thing mm-hmm. with social media. It's so easy, especially when you have a blog that's sort of I'm I'm my own brand and I'm my own business um, and it's not necessarily a product or merchandise I'm offering. It's me. So it's very yeah. easy to blur those lines, which I'm very mindful to, you know, um, make a concerted effort to not do. And that also means, um, so I don't really share my family life, you know, my, mm-hmm. my, my relationship, because um, that's just something I don't feel the need to really share mm-hmm. with on social media. I have a mission and a message and that's my, that's the, that's the intention for the blog and that's the purpose behind the blog. And so I try to make sure I've got boundaries around that. Which is why you won't, which is why you don't really, he's, he's made an appearance in my, one of my YouTube videos, but you won't really see him because we, I choose not to. And he also, um, he's quite a private guy and I respect Mm -hmm. that and I completely understand that. So, yeah. And that's kind of, um, we've been getting a couple of messages nowadays, um, uh, kind of regarding that, um, the whole, uh, kind of like private people wanting to, wanting to try nudism, but they feel, oh, well, you know, I, I can't post anything on, on Instagram because um because my family would see it or i'm like well you don't have to you don't have to take pictures you don't have to do it. you just can go you know nobody mm-hmm. has to know um, exactly so or you don't have to share them yeah mm-hmm. yeah you don't have to, to do any of that so I, I feel like if that's kind of some kind of message that um i i guess nudism's um i, I guess falsely showing um mm-hmm. I, I hope that people out there and people that are listening to this i hope you guys know you don't you don't have to show your face you don't have to take pictures you don't have to post on instagram you don't have to you can just go to these resorts and go to these parties. For um, you. Yeah. For, you should just, just for do yourself. it for you. For you. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. There's that whole, it's it's such a mentality now. And you see people captioning, like, if you didn't take a photo, whatever is, did it really happen? It's like, yes, it did really happen. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't take a photo or a video, it, it really did happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I agree. It's like, you can do, you can do it, still be private and discreet about it. And you don't need to share and post and start a blog and be really like open and public about mm-hmm. it. I mean. Um, if it's merely just a case of wanting to, you know, become more comfortable within your body or just um, integrate a bit more social nudity into your life. Yeah, of course, you don't need to share it if, you know, I totally get the whole thing of people not feeling comfortable 
um, with their potentially their work colleagues or family because I have people attending my naked yoga classes and we do photos at the end and there are usually like a, a good handful of people that aren't necessarily comfortable being in the photos just because mm-hmm. of their their career or their profession or you know family members and that sort of thing and I completely understand and respect that yeah, yeah. And that's kind of a little stage that we're kind of at right now too um, mm-hmm. uh, like Elizabeth was saying she didn't have a um, or she wasn't working uh, at, at like a, a office job or whatever for about two years um and she did so a couple about a month ago she did just pick up a um i I, i'm trying not to use the word real job i I know that what (laughs) you did was a white collar job yeah there you go yeah so um so we actually um you know people are going to start seeing kind of elizabeth's um kind of face start fading a little bit away from our naked story um Mm -hmm. she'll still be here she'll still be on the podcast it's like that but um unfortunately you know um but i was always a private person that's true yeah like when we started this blog i was blake this is blake's vision like yeah. mm-hmm. oh your blog is your vision this is blake's vision i just helped him because i was like i know you need some help you need like the mm-hmm. audience so i helped him gather the audience but this is yeah. basically his story that he wanted to share but yeah. i've always been a nudist before i met him but just a little bit more private i didn't have to be the one advocating mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i'm always yes. a participant and i'm always like willing to help anybody who wants to be the spokesperson yeah yeah and, and and i really really appreciate that for mm-hmm. you yeah, I think the support's beautiful, like whether it's, you know, it's, you know, your public or behind the scenes, just like my mm-hmm. partner, I think it's the support that matters and, you know, that's all that matters. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So now, um, so you do a lot of the, the naked yoga classes. Um, I do know that you do, you do some of them that are um, women only and then you also do co-op yes. as well, correct? Or co-gender, yes. how that works? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you find that... Uh, or do you find one better than the other that, that you like to actually teach? Um, or do you find any type of inappropriate behavior between one or the other at, at all? Or is it all pretty mutually respectful? It's, yeah, I mean, my classes have been, I've, I've really, that people have been so respectful. And in terms of, yeah, they're so different. The women's ones are more of an immersion, like more of it. So they're usually three and a half hours, whereas the um, mixed gender, are, you know, are one and a half hours. So it's usually just, um, like you go to a, like for the mixed gender, it's as if you were just going to a yoga class, except we're mm. all naked. And then we sort of just mingle at the end. And I've just usually got some tea and nibbles um, mm. just to create that sense of community, because I do have a lot of first time, um, first time nudies coming along who have never actually participated in social nudity. So I think it's mm. a really great space for them to actually meet other like-minded people. And it's usually people's favorite part of the evening after the class is just sitting around and, um, yeah, just chatting to other people. And in terms of the women's immersions, they're much more of a, like an immersion. So three and a half hours where um, I suppose that the intention behind those is to really help empower women who struggle with body image or um, just like, you know, feel disconnected to their bodies. So we just mm-hmm. go a little bit deeper with that stuff and we do like meditation. We do a little bit of sometimes there's intuitive movement or dance and then there's yoga um, and then there's some self-inquiry sort of exercises. So we go pretty deep in those immersions. Yeah. That's a long yoga class. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's, about... it's, I was going to say it's a one, it's one hour of yoga. So a lot of people are like three and a half hours of yoga. I'm like, no, there's oh. one hour of yoga and then there's two and a half hours of like a heap of other things. Yeah. I was going to say that's okay. about three hours and 25 minutes longer than how much I do. <laughs> yeah. yoga. So, yeah. I, I love the idea of yoga. I, I, I really wish I was good at it. Really what it comes down to is I don't have, um, I guess I don't have the motivation. Uh, it's not even motivation. I'm too lazy is what it comes down to. You know, like I, I well, love, I want to be able to stretch. I haven't been able to touch my toes 
I don't, I think my entire life, there was like one whole year that I focused on touching my toes and I stretched every day and I was able to touch them. And then I didn't stretch for like two days mm-hmm. and then now I can't touch them anymore. And, <laughs> yeah. um, but that just, I, I don't know. I, I, it just looks like it feels so good. But then every time I do it, it hurts so bad, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just cause my body is, it's so tight and it's just like, I have, I've well, never stretched, you know, y- yoga will help with that. Yeah. <laughs> yoga will if definitely I could, help. Yeah, that's what, if I could go back, I think that's what I like from a kid. I think I'll just constantly stretch, try and do that with my son yeah. too. I'm trying to get him to constantly just keep stretching, keep stretching. And, um, that way he doesn't become like me when he's older, <laughs> when he can't touch his toes. So, um, so it seems like, you, so, I mean, obviously you're having, um, you know, very positive, um, you know, reviews on, on these or positive, um, interactions with, with these, these yoga classes, um, not to be, I guess not a bearer of bad news, but, um, mm-hmm. do you find yourself in situations where, um, you're kind of, you don't have that positive, um, vibe or you don't have that positive feedback or comments and stuff like that on social media or through any of your, your classes? Um, so the classes, um, no, they're so, like the people that attend, there is a whole verification process in attending my classes because my priority is safety, um, because mm-hmm. I understand the sensitivity around, nudity that's you know that a lot of people still can't quite understand mm-hmm. so I do ha- I do work closely with um uh the young nudists of Australia here in so here in Australia and they sort of verify um people so that I at least know that there's been some sort of vetting process just because I'm like you know it's not about getting a million people to my classes because if I opened it up to the public I'm sure I could get 50 men there in a heartbeat yeah. but for me it's not about that it's about creating a safe space um, so that, you know, people do feel comfortable actually exploring social nudity. Um, so the classes have been amazing. Um, in terms of, yeah, social media, I suppose, is another whole ball game because yeah. you sort of put it, I've put myself out there. I'm a, you know, younger, attractive sort of female. And um, that's obviously going to draw attention that my message is not, I'm not necessarily putting that out there, but it's, I do, I definitely do. I suppose, um, yeah, I suppose there are people that would definitely objectify or sexualize me. Um, and that sort of at this stage um, comes with the territory because of mm-hmm. how nudity is still, you know, so it's it's associated with sex. So definitely you, I definitely get some of those comments. For the most part it's supportive, but then there's obviously those creepy sort of comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and do, you, um, do you interact with those people at all? Do you try, I guess, in a way try to teach them a lesson or – you know anything or do you are you just you just block them now and and that's kind of just it um I mean sometimes I do feel called to I, I suppose it's more so um yeah provide some sort of education or like clarification of what's behind my message and then there are other times when it's just absolutely like crude I just I don't mm-hmm. really go there um but like for example if someone sends me like an unsolicited dick pic um mm-hmm. there have been times when I've engaged that to say hey like you know um consent consent is important like just because someone's naked nudity does not mean consent and Mm -hmm. that also goes for your unsolicited dick pics people Mm -hmm. exactly you know you would never just do that like in on the street and just flash someone like i i cannot get around the idea of that i i don't understand (sighs) what the purpose like i i really do like at the beginning i was very into just like you know, replying, hey, you know, that's not cool. What's wrong with you? What's this? Blah, blah. And then, like, now I'm really trying to, like, break things down. I'm trying to look behind the psychology behind things. I'm trying, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what is the the inner problems that this person has that makes them think that this is okay, you know? Yeah. Um, I still haven't found an answer yet. Um, but 
and again, I'm not trying to justify anybody, but I, I, I know there's something there's something inside them where they, they mm-hmm. think that I don't know if it's some kind of like power trip or something like that or if it's I, I have no idea what it is. I, I don't know what they're trying to prove. I don't know what they think is going to happen out of it. Um, like that's what I kind of joke with my friends, too, when they send pictures because we have the shared account. Um, mm-hmm. So listen, yeah, dick pics to us. I'm like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. And I, Elizabeth's going to be like, oh, my God, that is the nicest gift <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen I in my heart. life. Please come over right now. So, like, I, I don't know what, what, what like the fantasy is there. You know what I mean? So No, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as much as I don't want to interact with those people, I kind of want to have one of them on the podcast. It's going to be like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? Right. Like, like yeah. here you go. You're here now. Let, let, let's see it. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally, you know, and I, like, again, I don't justify, like, when I've been to nude beaches, and, you know, you get more exhibitionist type hmm. um, personalities there. And I always think I'm like, I'm, I'm like, sadly, I think that some of that behavior is, re- is reflective of our societal conditioning and, and what people, you know, I think that that sadly is, it's like, when you really look at the bigger picture, you know, the fact that people associate nudity with sex, like straight away, that's the initial thing is to associate it with sex. I'm like, that sadly, yeah. that conditioning is sadly reflective of our societal conditioning, which is not justifying it. But I think it says a lot about why people think that that's okay in the first place as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, something we, we talked about on the on this last part, it's not posted yet, um, so people will hear it eventually. Um, but yeah, it is that. I, I think what happens is... Um, you know, obviously when you're growing up, you know, when you're a child, you know, nudity is not really anything. You take baths and that's, that's all it is, you know. Then once you start getting into, I think around like your teenager years, that's when you start, you know, going through puberty, start, you know, doing the mm-hmm. sexual whatever things. Um, so I think that, like you said, your your first interaction to a nude body is is either a porno or it's, a, you know, mm-hmm. some kind of magazine or it's something you see that arouses you. Um, and then some people, they just never get. To, they never get the opportunity to to find the difference between just mm-hmm. being around a naked person or yeah. you know yeah so and a lot of people's even just themselves their their first time ever being naked with a person is you know sexual, sexual so yeah. you know that's kind of and again i'm not justifying anything that's just I, mm-hmm. i'm trying to to understand really is what it comes down to and and yes. as much as i as much as i kind of want to fight these people not necessarily physically but i want to argue with them and i want to you know kind of give into whatever they're trying to say I think, like you said, just just more education is what it's going to come down yeah. to. It, it's people like you. It's people like the Naked Wandering, stuff like that, who are just keep going out there. They keep promoting nudism. They keep promoting non-sexual nudism. And um, I, I, I don't know. Like I have seen a lot of positive things happening within the past couple of years. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on, um, but it, it, something seems to be working. Yeah. I, you know, There's it's, a lot more information now than there was like 10 years ago yeah. when yeah. I first began. So it's, it's pretty amazing. And, well, and you said yeah. it was hard to try to even find a place, right? Yeah, especially here in California, it was very difficult to find anywhere you can go and be naked. And it was, you wouldn't be breaking the law. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Which is so weird. You would think that Southern California, one of the sunniest states in mm. America, would have the most nudist resorts. And I think we have, what, like three? No, there's definitely Cali- a couple, but they're just not, like, they're not advertised. It's very, it was very difficult to find any information about it. And it's still a little bit, but I feel like because we have all these social media outlets and people are promoting it more, it's a little bit. Uh, easier to find the information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well then you probably i don't know if you even um uh, i'm sorry it's jessa right yes yeah oh, okay yeah I, I didn't want to mess up your name that's why i haven't said it the whole podcast uh, uh so uh, I, I take it you don't find um that kind of problem of not being able to find a place because i heard that australia has the most nude beaches um is it in the world Do I, I don't know, I, you know i actually don't statistics wise i have no idea to be honest 
Really? Let's do some research. Okay. I know. Ah. You guys can keep talking while I do some oh, research. Okay. Interesting. Um, I mean, I live, so where I live, I'm on the border of a place. I mean, it's winter here right now. And I was at the beach earlier this morning, but I live, um, I was living in Queensland, which is quite a warm state here in Australia all year round. And Queensland being one of the warmest states in Australia actually has no legal nude beaches, which is oh, wow. crazy because oh, it's just. That's what just popped up. <laughs> Queensland, it's crazy. I mean, there are some unofficial which people have been petitioning for, um, which I definitely want to put higher on my agenda because it's just wild that there's no legal nude beaches in Queensland mm. of all states in Australia. Um, but, I mean, as soon as you cross the border, there are there is one which is just somewhat close to Byron Bay and then there's another unofficial one near there. But, um, yeah, I mean, in terms of – I mean, I know there are a few in New South Wales and then there are a few in Victoria when I was living there, but – I haven't been to the west side of this country just yet. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, Queensland, where I was living for the last few years, nothing. I mean, in terms oh, of beaches. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. so have you – you've connected with uh, Brennan over in uh, – with Get Naked Australia? Have uh, we have in the past, him yet? Uh, a, a long while ago. It's been a little while. But, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm familiar with Brendan. So um, compared to where he lives, um, how far is that from, from you? I, I am horrible at geography. I don't even know where I'm at right now. Um, so I have no idea what Australia even looks like if you point it on a map. Um, no. So, <laughs> it, it's, it's absolutely horrible. I, I feel so, One time I was in, I think I was in, what, Georgia or South Carolina? I thought I was close to New York. He was on the I east coast yeah, of it was, the states. Oh, see, I have no idea where the states either. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's um, not good. But where's I think Brendan's around Sydney, so it'd be about a nine, ten hour drive for me oh, down wow. south. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean Australia's a huge country, so yeah. um but he's definitely he'd have probably more access to a few nude beaches where he is. Mm. Yeah. In, around Sydney. There's a great nudist community in Sydney. Every time I go to Sydney to run my classes, they're just sold out and they're packed. Mm. And yeah, there's definitely I've I've found personally for, whether it's for my classes, but um I know that there are a few beaches around there, so there's definitely a little bit of a community around Sydney. Um, I wonder mm. if that's like the Florida of the United States. Maybe. <laughs> Florida, I, I don't. Oh, well, I don't know if you've uh, been to Florida yet, but that that place seems to have nude beaches every single corner, and or every yeah. nude resorts every other corner of the streets, and nude A beaches youth, everywhere. Youth nudist. Group. A huge nudist group that's out there. Uh, the Young Naturist America. Mm. Uh, Florida Young oh, Naturist. Yes. Yeah. That's who they are. Yeah. Um, very huge person. Um, yeah. It, it's just. It, it's really nice to see kind of. Um, the younger generation kind of stepping up and and taking part mm -hmm. in uh, trying to have these, these landed and non-landed clubs and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, I don't know because you did mention that there was a, a young Australian nudist, right? Young young um, nudist of Australia. Yeah. There you go. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know if they even have kind of like the same thing that the um, Florida young natures do, where they kind of get into certain club or certain resorts um, for a discounted price. And um, I don't know. It, it seems like Florida. I think they got it. They got it down right now. You know. So we're trying to open yeah. that up right now in Southern California. Like I said, there's yeah. not too many nudist resorts. And um, I think people in Southern California are down to try nudism. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't know if they even know where to start, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the trickiest part is like knowing where to start or like, you know, mm -hmm. especially if you're a bit of a, you know, that you, you're quite sort of private about it and you don't really want to talk about it to your friends and just knowing where to even start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like the trickiest part. Um, um, so... I think we can kind of finish up with this, uh, with what, if you were to tell somebody who wants to try nudism for the first time, um, what do you think are some kind of first steps that you should take, um, to trying it out? What kind of research mm -hmm. you think you can do, or how do you get your, your mind and your body ready for, 
um, yeah. for jumping out. Yeah, so I always get people asking me, like, you know, what can they do? And I just think first and foremost, I always just think, like, you know, it's super simple, but first and foremost, start off at home in the privacy of your own home with yourself. I, I just think it's really important to get comfortable with your own nudity first and foremost because a lot of people are really uncomfortable with their own naked body. Um, so I think to then go and throw yourself in the deep end and go to a nude beach or a nude resort when you're not even comfortable in yourself, mm-hmm. you don't you don't want to trauma you don't you don't want to traumatize yourself and go oh my god that was that was traumatic <laughs> and I don't want to do that again like because it's it's such a, when you can feel a bit more comfortable within your body or at least just have the courage to just start somewhere I think that that's got to be I think that's a really important starting point because for me again it's a holistic thing and I think it's for me nudity and like a nudist lifestyle is so much more than just I always say to people it's not it's so much more than just me running around naked on a beach and taking photos it's it's I take a very holistic approach to Mm -hmm. a nudist lifestyle and um, I always say start off at home like I re- I've been doing posts I did I'm going to post a YouTube video soon with like five tips just around the home you know just about like um, doing your admin in the nude just doing starting to do everyday sorts of things mm-hmm. in the nude at home and just getting comfortable being like seeing your body naked like when you're sitting there and like when you normally wouldn't so that you know and then maybe start to venture out to like a, a reputable I always say reputable nude beach or like a club very important right there people reputable Reputable. yeah reputable because yeah there will be places where it's you know they're not so reputable and they're the places you want to avoid especially if you're new um and i think it's sorry oh no good good and i was yeah i was just saying i think it's important to you know especially if you're not um if you feel a little bit um shy about opening up to your friends or family about it i think you know it is about taking having a little bit of courage to maybe reach out to and you know some people online or like seek advice from people maybe that have a bit more um have a network in the community or you know can provide you with a little bit of support as well just Mm -hmm. so you sort of know like have a direction and have some pointers and just so people don't get confused reaching out Mm -hmm. to somebody in the nudist uh community (laughs) does not include just sending a picture of your dick and saying that you're yeah. a nudist, okay? That, that exactly. doesn't have anything to do with it, okay? So exactly. No more of those, you guys. No more unsolicited dick pics. I've seen no way too many penises in my life. Yeah. And uh, I'm about all penised out by now, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's um, awesome advice. No, I always, like, recommend being nude on your own, in your own home, mm-hmm. on your own terms. Yeah. Just getting comfortable. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's, you know, I think... You know, I think nudity and, like, a nudist lifestyle should be about also, like, self-acceptance and, like, real self-acceptance and and being kind to yourself, you know. And Mm. I I just really think it's got to start with yourself. Mm -hmm. Hey, yourself is your your best friend. Yes. Or it could be your worst enemy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Look at it. Well, cool. Well, I'm going to pause for five seconds because usually whenever I hang up, I'm always like, damn it, I should have said that. And then... And now I, and then I hang up, you know, and I can't say it. So let's uh, let's take a second, see if maybe we got anything else to say. You good? You're all questioned out. Sorry, mm-hmm. again, we're outside, you guys. You're hearing cars. You're hearing people talking. <laughs> and it, it's, I don't know. It feels really good out here. It's very beautiful out here, but I think this might be the last time we're doing an outside one. So. Oh, um, it hasn't. It hasn't been too bad at all. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hopefully this this microphone doesn't pick anything up. But. Um, Alrighty, well, I, I got nothing else. Um, is there um, actually, if you want, um, can you go ahead and tell people where they can find your your YouTube, your Instagram? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have Twitter stuff like that. Um, I also know that you run a Patreon account as well. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to give out those information so that people can find you, and hopefully, um, you guys please support um, all Patreon accounts that 
uh, or accounts like this one. Um, you know, there's a lot of sexual ones out there, which we're not mm-hmm. judging you. If you want to pay for that, do your thing. Um, but people like this, I, I feel like that's a really good place to, to put your money at, especially if you, you want to see nudism um, kind of keep going. So go ahead. I'll, yeah. I will shut up now. <laughs> um, awesome. Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah, I've got, I suppose it's, I'm at the new blogger on Instagram. Um, YouTube is, oh my God, there's a URL, but it's slash forward slash the new blogger at the end of YouTube. That'll be my channel. And then you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, um, yeah, on my Patreon, I offer, obviously with COVID, I'm offering online naked yoga classes at the moment um, for my community. And then I also just um, sort of showcase, I, yeah, like behind the scenes of all my online classes and that sort of thing. And then just me doing some beach trips and little adventures here and there when I can. So, um, yeah, that's, I'm basically on every social channel. Nice. <laughs> just the, the yeah. nude blogger. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. It's very easy to find. We'll, yeah, we'll put some, uh, some posts and stuff. So. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it. It's been fun. Yes. Awesome. Well, you have a wonderful Friday and you let us know how, um, how tomorrow's going to be and we'll be stuck (laughs) here in your yesterday and, uh, and looking forward to tomorrow. So, well, you have a great one, uh, rest of your day and, uh, hopefully we'll stay in touch and we can, uh, do a little follow up podcast in a couple months or something. Yes. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Blake and Elizabeth. Nice to meet you both. Nice Nice to meet you too. too. Take care. All right. See ya. Bye.